Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 6th, and we have completed week five of 2023. Have you noticed that we have some new podcasts on our Business Travel 360 channel? Business Travel 360 is happy to announce that we've started to showcase more content for you, our listeners. The great thing is that all through the week, you'll be able to access even more than before. We think that you'll enjoy all these wonderful additions and we'll make Business Travel 360 your home for business travel podcasts. Now, let's get to the headlines. A majority of travel buyers and suppliers expect higher levels of business travel in 2023 compared with 2022, according to a GBTA survey of 637 travel industry professionals. More than two-thirds of travel managers and buyers, which represented 39% of total survey respondents, said that their company would have more business travel this year than last year. 22% of total buyer respondents indicated that the increase would be a lot more. Only 7% of buyer respondents said travel volumes in 2023 will decrease year-over-year and 15% said that the levels will remain the same. Among suppliers, which makes up 37% of the respondents, 86% said that they expect their corporate customer spending to be higher this year, with 26% saying that the spending will be much higher. 9% said that they will be flat and only 1% expected a decrease. GBTA noted that the respondents were more optimistic than in the previous survey in October, in which 80% of the suppliers expected an increase this year. The hotel industry in 2023 is projected to surpass pre-pandemic levels of demand while inching closer to other key 2019 performance metrics. This is according to the American Hotel and Lodging Association's 2023 State of the Hotel Industry Report. The report, which forecasts the operational challenges, such as staffing shortages and economic factors, will place COVID as hoteliers' top concerns, is based on data and analysis from Oxford Economics. The top finding of the report is 2023 nominal room revenue is projected to reach new heights, almost $200 billion versus $170 billion in 2019. 2023 room night demand is projected to surpass pre-pandemic levels. Staffing is expected to remain a significant challenge for U.S. hotels in 2023, with hotels projected to employ 2.09 million people in 2023, down from 2.35 million in 2019. American employers have added a stunning 517,000 jobs in January, a surprising strong gain in the face of the Federal Reserve's aggressive drive to slow growth and tame inflation with high interest rates. Leisure and hospitality led last month's gains, adding 128,000 jobs. According to the president and CEO of U.S. Travel Association, the job report in which 25% of all new jobs were added in the leisure and hospitality sector is further evidence that travel is essential to the U.S. economy. He added that the industry currently has nearly 2 million open jobs despite returning from pre-pandemic employment levels, bringing more temporary workers in the U.S. in addition to enacting other priorities to spur travel demand and growth should be the top priority for the federal government. The unemployment rate dipped to 3.4%, the lowest since 1969. 
Now in news that impacts the travel industry, JetBlue Airways pilots have approved a contract extension, which comes with a 21.5% raise over the next 18 months as the industry reverses slow progress in labor deals during a pilot shortage. JetBlue last year reached a deal to acquire budget airline Spirit Airlines. The airline's pilots approved a new two-year contract with their union estimated to be worth around $463 million. If the merger isn't approved by regulators, the union will go back into contract negotiations with the airline. 95% of JetBlue's pilots participated in the vote, and 75% of them approved the vote. Norwegian low-cost airline FLIR has become the second European airline to collapse within a week. The 18-month-old Boeing 737 operator suspended flights and filed for bankruptcy on February 1st, just four days after UK regional Flybe halted operations and went into administration. The FLIR board concluded that there are no alternatives for further operation. The company will file for bankruptcy, and FLIR has now ceased trading and all flights are cancelled and not to be rescheduled. Let's get to the news of new mergers and new partnerships. Managed travel platform and travel management company TripActions will rebrand on February 7th, according to official communications sent to customers this week. Although it was not included in the official communications, the new company will be known as Navan, N-A-V-A-N, and is billing itself as ushering in a new era that will redefine and reset expectations of what business software could be designed for people. The vast majority, if not all, of the company's products will be renamed. The flagship TripActions product will become Navan Business Travel, Navan Group Travel, and Navan Guest Travel. The company's Lemonade product will be called Navan Personal Travel. The liquid payment and expense product will become Navan Travel Payment and Navan Expense. TripAction said that it will launch a new app with the rebranding and has advised customers that simple actions are going to be needed. A joint venture between Credit Suisse Asset Management and real estate funds managed by Trinity Fund Advisors, an affiliate of Trinity Real Estate Investments, have acquired the Diplomat Beach Resort in Hollywood, Florida. According to a report in the Wall Street Journal, the property was sold for $835 million. The new owners have also signed a management agreement with Hilton to oversee the resort's operations under the Courier Collection by Hilton Flag. Diplomat Beach Resort is the only oceanfront resort in South Florida with more than 1,000 rooms and 200,000 square feet of meetings and event space. The property recently completed a $90 million renovation. French business travel platform Swile Travel has expanded its partnership with Trainline to give access to more European rail content. Swile Travel will be able to offer increased domestic as well as international rail content through the new deal. Trainline will also offer an online after-sales service for travelers booking through Swile's app, which allows users to manage bookings, refunds, and ticket exchanges. Global Ancillary Revenue Solutions Provider Plus Grade has acquired Upstay to expand its offering in the hospitality sector. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. The acquisition advances Plus Grade's vision and mission to becoming the global ancillary revenue powerhouse, according to the company's CEO. Founded in 2009, Plus Grade has more than 200 airlines, hospitality, cruise, rail, and financial services partners. Upstay was founded in 2019 to help hotels upsell additional products and services through the multiple touch points that they have with their guests. Upstay works with hotels in 17 countries. Australian-based Flight Centre Travel Group has signed an agreement to acquire Scott Dunn, a UK-based luxury travel brand for $149 million. Founded in 1986, Scott Dunn has 200 full-time employees, and its two primary markets are the UK and the US. 
Flight Center, which was founded in 1982, owns leisure and corporate travel businesses in more than 20 countries. The company says that the acquisition will give it an entry point into the luxury market in the UK and the US and fast track its plan to create a luxury collection of travel brands. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. Singapore Airlines has launched complimentary unlimited in-flight Wi-Fi for all business class customers and its PPS Club and PPS Club supplementary credit card holders. In addition, the airline's Crest Flyer loyalty members will receive free 3-hour Wi-Fi plans when traveling in premium economy class and free 2-hour plans when in economy class. Pricing for non-Crest Flyer members or those who have not consumed their free plans can be purchased in increments of 1 hour or 3 hours or for the entire flight. Saudi Arabia launched the electronic stopover transit visa for international visitors arriving into the country by air starting on Monday. The transit visa entitles visa holders to stay in Saudi Arabia for four days and the duration of the visa is three months. The visa is free of cost and will be issued instantly along with the flight ticket. The Foreign Affairs Ministry clarified that applications for transit visas can be submitted through the electronic platforms of Saudi Arabian Airlines and Flaness. Saudi Arabia has a goal to attract 100 million tourists per year by 2030. The UK will soon require everyone wishing to travel to the country to apply for permission and pay for an application in order to travel to the country. Starting sometime at the end of 2023, the UK says that it will put the Electronic Travel Authorization ETA system in place for all inbound international travel outside of Britain and Ireland. The system will require travelers to put personal details, including passport information, into the application and then pay a small fee to be authorized for travel. The goal is to screen travelers before they arrive into the UK. Airlines will be tasked with checking that all passengers have been approved prior to travel. Otherwise, they could be liable for penalty charge. According to the UK, the ETA will be valid for at least two years, allowing travelers to use it on multiple trips. Alaska Airlines plans to add nonstop service between San Diego and Washington, D.C. and Tampa. Service between San Diego and Washington's Dallas Airport is set to begin on June 15. On October 5th, Alaska is set to launch nonstop daily service between San Diego and Tampa. Frontier Airlines will add eight routes to Puerto Rico in May, including six to San Juan and its first flight to the southern city of Ponce. The additions will bring Frontier to 19 routes from Puerto Rico, and it is now the top airline, besting JetBlue for the most. Frontier will compete against Spirit and Southwest on Baltimore San Juan, against Southwest on Midway San Juan, and against American on Dallas to San Juan. Frontier will be the lone airline in its other non-San Juan markets. Now in some technology news. Southwest Airlines has updated its Southwest Business Assist portal, which it launched in August, with new features and functionality. The new features will include a partner benefits section that some buyers refer to as waivers and favors. Corporate customers now will have a credit bank tied to their contract for opportunities to earn and redeem flights for A-list and A-list preferred upgrade requests, name changes, and visibility to a no-show report. This gives companies flexibility on how they want to spend those credits that are tied to the contract. Further features include additional contract dashboards for customers enrolled in Rapid Rewards business to track points, details around sustainable aviation fuel agreement tracking, and performance rebate tracking and reporting for participating customers. Qatar Airways has signed a multi-year deal with ATP Co. for its route-happy merchandising solution. 
ATP Call will create and distribute all content types, amenities, universal ticket attributes, and universal product attributes for Qatar to all third-party distribution channels that subscribe to Route Happy. Content will be included in indirect channels, according to ATP Co., which added that the deal will enable Qatar to update content for sales channels and partners, including Amadeus, Saber, and Trip.com. With the agreement, Qatar also will have the ability to integrate all Route Happy content types on Qatar's new NDC channel, according to ATP Co. Now, in news about sustainable travel. American Express Global Business Travel is integrating carbon emissions calculations from climate reporting platform Choose across its booking and reporting tools. Choose's calculations will replace AmexGBT's current carbon calculation mechanism on its Neo booking tool. The calculation also will be available in the TMC's reporting tool with the ability to analyze carbon footprints for trips booked since 2019. American Express GBT will choose Choose Data in its meeting and event solution, and Agencia will integrate some of the calculations into its platform. Brussels Airlines has operated its first symbolic flight using SAF. Flights from Brussels to Malaga in Spain took place using the first batch of SAF to be supplied through a pipeline serving Brussels Airport. The Lufthansa Group Airline said opening NATO's Central European Pipeline System for transportation of SAF to Brussels Airport was an important milestone in plans to increase the use of sustainable fuel from Belgium's main hub. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, 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 oh,